0: Welcome to the Christian Faith Fellowship Church podcast. We are a church that believes in praying, going, and life-changing discipleship in Jesus. We are so glad you join in for this message. If you enjoy what you hear, follow us to stay connected with our future updates and podcasts. This is part three of Red Thread. Grab a Bible and a notebook and get ready to learn. Here we go.
1: Well, God is good, church family, all the time. So listen, you, you guys know all that's going on in our world. It's, uh, everything is kind of cuckoo right now. And it kind of fulfills, I said Isaiah 5 too, it's Isaiah 520. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Franklin Graham wrote this, I think as clear as it can be, so I'll just read the way he said it many of you have heard of this Equality Act that our House of Representatives passed the other day our president said he will sign it into law so our only barrier is the Senate right now so let me just read this to you have you heard the Equality Act the name might sound good but it's deceiving it has nothing to do with equality it's just a smokescreen to force Americans to accept the lgbtq agenda and it creates a lot of inequality for christians and people of faith it punishes individuals and organizations that disagree based on their moral convictions if passed into law the equality act could prohibit religious organization jewish muslim protestant catholic and all churches from hiring only like-minded people who believe what they believe. The Equality Act would destroy women and girls sports in in this country as we know it. It would allow biological males who choose to identify as females to compete for titles, scholarships, and recognitions at all age level. The Equality Act would erase women's privacy in locker rooms, dresser room dressing rooms homeless shelters restrooms and more. God has made us male and female and that's it. With some 6,000 years of human history it has only been in the last few years that people have come up with all these additional designation for gender identity. This is a very dangerous bill and I strongly encourage you to write your representatives in Congress well, the Congress already passed it. Now, Well, the House already passed it. And the Senate, your governor, even your state legislators, and express your concern. Also, contact the White House at whitehouse.gov. Let Biden and this administration know how you feel. Ask senators to vote no on the Equality Act and pray for God to move in the hearts of these legislators and open their eyes to see the danger looming before us. Amen? You know, it's an interesting thing. I said to Diane, I never understood the story of Balaam the prophet because when you study him, yeah, I mean, he's prophesying some pretty good things for the children of Israel, right? You know, how can I curse somebody that's already been blessed? Until you find out because of money. And stuff, why Moses had him killed was that he got the ungodly women to go into Israel to fornicate with them so that they would start worshiping their gods, the Moabites, on and on. And then judgment came on the land. Listen, it's not God bringing judgment on the land, it's when we let these different sins in that judgment comes into the land. Amen? Now, I want to hold back darkness as much as we can as we get closer to the day of his return. It's soon. We all know it's soon. There's no if, what's, or buts about it. But I don't know the exact day or hour. What I want to do is keep darkness down. Amen? So after church, after second service today, we're going to begin praying again. We used to do that until this all came, but now the governor has raised our limits up to 50% now. Yay, glory to God. that's going to help us out with Easter and things like that. But we're going to have a time of prayer after church. So that's approximately right around 1230. If you'd like to come back, we'll be here in the sanctuary and we're going to start praying again like we used to. Amen. Sound good church family? Listen, prayer works. Prayer a lot of times just holds darkness down. Amen. I shared with you a vision that a man of God had many, many, many years ago. I remember hearing it when I was just a, a, young, a young lad in the Lord, amen. And he, in this vision, he saw a mighty angel, a powerful angel, and he was standing on top of a manhole cover. And as Christians prayed, the angel, angel stood right there. But when Christians stopped praying, the angel had to step back. The manhole cover opened up, and demons just started pouring out, pouring out. Prayer is powerful. Prayer is powerful. You ever notice the two things the devil fights you the most? Prayer and getting into your Bible. Anybody else fight that? Yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a pastor and I fight that, amen? There's always something else that you can do. My sister Gail said, Pastor, I, I've, I've been fasting social media. You know, swipe that little iPhone all the way over to that front page there. And look at the time factor. It tells you exactly how much time you've been on that phone. Sometimes I go, amen. All right, ready to get into the word today? God is on the throne. I was reading Daniel chapter 4 this morning in my morning devotional. And, uh, you know, with Nebuchadnezzar, you remember he got all prideful and God knocked him down. And it says, God is the one who sets up and takes down. Amen. Amen. Now, sometimes when judgment has to come to a nation, God has to move the godly out of the way. Look up. Our redemption is drawing nigh. America has a lot of sin on its hand. A lot of sin. Amen? All right, let's pray. Father, we bless you. We thank you for this new day. We thank you that Jesus is Lord. Our hope is not in this world. We're not building mansions in this life, Lord. Thank you for the homes you've given us. Thank you for all the little toys we have. But we as a church know it's all going to burn one day. It's all going to burn. And Lord, no matter how fancy houses are down here, they're going to look like uh, shoeboxes compared to what you have in store for us, Lord. So we're looking up. Our redemption is drawing nigh. Our eyes are upon you and you said for us to set our affection on things above and not on things of this earth. Lord, we need to be aware of what's going on and we need to know how to pray. We thank you that we are a praying church, Lord. A praying church and we thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. amen and amen. Would you go ahead and open to Luke chapter 2. So we're taking the story of the two guys that were walking with Jesus in the road of uh, uh, Emmaus there, amen. Diane said to me, Tom, it's not lentil. People are going to think it's lentil soup, amen. So this Lent season, amen. I think after pastoring here for almost 30 years, you guys know me by now, amen. (laughs) It's all good. Hey, you ever think about that? I'm probably one of the old-time pastors in the neighborhood. What other pastors have been here about 28 years, right? Hey, you stuck with me until Jesus comes, Amen. And then you let Him be the the great pastor that He is. He's our shepherd, Amen. So. In Luke chapter 24, verse 27, let me just read it again. It says, and beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded to them in the scripture the things concerning himself. And we call it the red thread. Somebody gave me this last week. It's from the, the, by the tomb of David. There's where they got it in Israel, but it's the red thread. It's the red thread of redemption, amen. And it goes all the way from Genesis right through the book of Revelation that we see Jesus Christ amen when we look at Jesus throughout the Bible we need to understand that Jesus was a Jew and as a Jew Jesus kept the Jewish feast and this would have included Passover and he kept it from his childhood so parents look what Mary and Joseph did in this scripture here Luke two forty-one. everybody there Oh, I didn't tell you where to go? I'm sorry. Luke 2 40, what did I say? Just turn to Luke? Luke, Father! No, Luke chapter 2, verse 41. Everybody there now? All right, here we go. His parents went to Jerusalem, watch what it says, every year. That means when Jesus was just born. Well, we know he was there. Uh, One-year-old, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. And this was when he was 12 years old. And they went at the feast of Passover. And that's what we're going to look at today. Exodus, amen. We're going to look at the book of Exodus, that Jesus is our Passover lamb. And when he was 12 years old, they went to Jerusalem according to the customs of the Feast. Now go to, when, he, when he's grown now, go to Matthew chapter 26 and verse 17. Matthew 26 and verse 17. Now on the first day of the feast of unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus saying to him, where do you want us to prepare for you to eat the Passover? And he said, Go into the city and a certain man and say to him, the teacher says, my time is at hand. I will keep the Passover at your house with my disciples. So the disciples did as Jesus had directed them and they prepared the, say with me, Passover. Go over to Luke chapter 22 and verse 15. Luke 22 and verse 15. Watch what it, how it says it here. Then he said to them, with fervent desire, with hunger, with passion, what? I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffered. For I say to you, I will no longer eat of it, watch what he says now, until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God of God, or at his return, amen, when he sets up his kingdom, thy kingdom come, thy will be done here on earth as it is in heaven, then he took the cup, and he gave thanks, and he said, take this, and divide it among you, for I say to you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine, I will not drink of wine, until the, until the kingdom of God comes, that's why I constantly say, hashtag Looking up, amen, because everything in the Bible from Genesis to Revelation is for God to set up his kingdom here on earth, amen. And if you're so in love with this world, you're cuckoo because what God has in store for us is gonna make this thing look like a nothing. Let's just put it like that. That's why the apostle Paul says, I consider all things as dung compared to knowing Jesus Christ. Christ. Amen. And he took bread, he gave thanks, he broke it. He gave it to them saying, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, he also took the cup after supper saying, this cup is the, say with me, new covenant, new covenant. How? In my blood, which is shed For you. Again, remember that the bread is broken for our our bodies, things that we need in the natural, but the blood is shed for the remission of our sins. Washed away. Amen. The types that we see of the different feasts Passover, the Lord's death, unleavened bread, the communion of the saints, first fruits, Christ's resurrection, Pentecost, the Holy Spirit was sent, trumpets. The Lord's return, the day of atonement, the repentance of the Jews, all Israel will be saved. Tabernacles, the millennial reign of Jesus Christ, amen? So four of the feasts have been fulfilled. There's three left, amen? The Lord's return, trumpet, day of atonement, and Tabernacles. So now, let's go find Jesus in the book of Exodus. Turn to Exodus chapter 12 and verse 1. Exodus chapter 12 and verse 1. I had to lay the foundation there of how important this feast was to our Lord Jesus Christ. Exodus 12:1. Now the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt. So they're still in bondage. This month shall be your beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak to the congregation of Israel. Watch what he says now. On the 10th, Day, underline that little, little word there, 10th of this month, every man shall take for himself a lamb. Underline the word lamb. According to the house of his father, a lamb for a household. If the household is too small for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next to his house take it according to the number of persons. According to each man man's need, you shall make your count for the lamb. Verse 5, your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. So this is a cute little lamb, right? Little lamb, watch. You may take it from the sheep or from the goat. Now you shall, watch this, keep it until the 14th day of the same month. So they were supposed to get this lamb on the 10th day and they were supposed to keep it with them in their home to the 14th day. Well, you ever bring a little puppy home, guys? How do the children, how do they react to that little puppy? They get attached to that puppy. The disciples were attached to Jesus, the followers of the Lord here, amen? So now here he is. Keep it until the 14th day of the same month. Then the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it. Now, can you picture that sight? Here's this cute little lamb that was among them, playing around the house and all. But on that 14th day, kill that lamb. Now, watch what he says. And they shall take some of the blood and put it on the two Doorpost, as you can see at the picture, and then on the lintel of the house where they eat it. Then they shall eat the flesh on that night, roasted in fire, with unleavened bread and with bitter herbs. They shall eat it. Do not eat it raw, nor boil it at all with water. But it must be—say with me—roasted in fire. Its head, with its legs and its entrails, you shall. Let none of it remain until the morning, but whatever remains of it until the morning shall be burned with fire, and thus you shall eat it with a belt on your waist, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand. In other words, be prepared. Be ready. Something is going to happen that next day. Be prepared, church. Be ready. Something is about to happen something is about to happen that trumpet is going to sound and i don't want to say when we least expect it because i'm expecting it amen and some days i wake up and i'm bummed out that it didn't happen yet amen so you shall eat it in haste it is the lord's passover for i will pass through now watch some of these statements I will pass through the land of Egypt on that night and I will strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, watch now, and against, see it wasn't against the people, against all the gods of Egypt. And you go to Museum of Natural History and other museums and see all these gods that they worship. I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. Now the blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, Hallelujah. come on, church family. Yeah. When God sees the blood, I will, say it with me, pass over you, and the plague shall not be on you to destroy you when I strike the land. Of Egypt. Egypt is always symbolic of the world. There is a judgment coming on this world from Almighty God. It will not happen until after the rapture of the church. What we are seeing right now in the world is what's called persecution. And the Bible says there'll be plenty of that before the Lord's return. Amen? Blessed are they that are persecuted for righteousness' sake. But when his bride is taken out of the way, at the rapture at the church, at the sound of the trumpet, in that twinkling of an eye, there will be seven bold judgments. There will be seven seal judgments. And there will be seven trumpet judgments. And the angels in heaven, if you study it out, they say, you are righteous, Lord, for what you're bringing on this earth for what this earth has done. Look at some of the stuff we are seeing our politicians doing, church family. Look at some of the stuff. Human trafficking, child trafficking, not just politicians, people. They tell a young lady, we get you a job over in another nation, stick them on a crate in a boat and drug them up and then sell them into prostitution. Somebody's got to pay for that. Somebody's got to pay for that. And the only thing that'll save you from that judgment is the blood of Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God. And if you're not under that blood, church family, let me continue on. For over 3,500 years, one of the most important dates on the calendar for our Jewish brothers and sisters is the evening each year when they celebrated the Passover Seder. I had the honor of going to Fred and Terry's house a few years ago and partaking of that meal. This meal brought, brought to their remembrance the deliverance from slavery in Egypt. This year, it is March 28, 2021. That'd be a good day for the Lord to return. <laughs> for over 400 years, they were slaves in, to Pharaoh and to Egypt. Then Moses returned from exile to be their deliverer. God sent a series of plagues upon Egypt, upon their gods. The last was the most devastating, the death of the enti- all the firstborn throughout the land. To be spared, now watch, watch, because this is where we are as we're waiting for the Lord's return. To be spared from this plague. The Jews were instructed to take a young lamb, perfect, without blemish, slay it, spread its blood over the top and the side. Does that look like a cross to you, right? And the doorpost of their homes, so that on that fateful night, the Lord passed through. He would see the blood and pass through over that house. Now how many here have seen the old movie The, the Ten Commandments, right? And you see that smoke and you hear and he, the smoke goes in the house but there's blood on it. So he continues on, right? Every blood, every home where the blood was applied was spared the death of, the first, of their firstborn. They were saved by the blood of the sacrificial lamb. Now catch, this is the most important part. It didn't matter who was in that house. As long as the blood was on that house, they were spared. How do I know that? Because it says that in the Exodus, there was what was called the mixed multitude. Look it up for yourself. They were people that weren't Jewish that caused a lot of trouble later on. That made sure they got in somebody's house. I guess they saw all the other plagues and said, Man, I'm getting in that house tonight. Listen. It's not by what we do, what we've earned, how good we are. It is because of the blood of the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ, that we are spared from the judgment of God. I deserve the judgment of God. You deserve the judgment of God. How can you say that? Because God is a holy God, and I am not a holy man in myself. And God knew there was no way for me and him to connect. So you know what he did? He got me out of the way. He put Christ there. I am in him now and I'm under his blood. I'm under his blood. The blood of Jesus. That little lamb is the perfect picture of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's why John the Baptist called him in John 1.29. The next day, John saw Jesus coming towards him. And I said this before. Why didn't he say, Behold the King of kings and the Lord of Lords. Behold the Messiah, the Savior. Behold the one that's going to set us free from their Roman occupation. Never said that. He said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Wow. Look at how Peter describes and Go over to 1 Peter one eighteen, And this is after Jesus ascended. And watch how he describes him. 1 Peter one eighteen, knowing. You need to know this. Understand this, church family. Knowing that you were not redeemed by corruptible things you can't buy your way into heaven you can walk up to a ministry right now give them 10 million dollars and say i want to be sure i'm going to heaven it won't get you there but you can bring two pennies into the house of the lord and accept jesus as your lord and savior and you go to heaven knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver and gold from your aimless conduct received by the traditions from your father. Would you read the next part with me? But with, come on, I can't hear you, ready? Verse 19, but with the precious blood of Christ as a lamb without blemish and without spot. Woo, all the way back there to Exodus, all the way here. Every part of the Passover lamb was given Perfect detail even that not one of his bones would be broken. let me show you that real quick if you want to turn there I'm running out of time so I'm going to read it quick Exodus 12:46In one house it shall be eaten you shall not carry any of the flesh outside the house, nor shall you break one of its bones' John chapter 19, verse 33. Boy, I got you guys flinging through the Bible today, right? That's good. I want you to see. We're, 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 we're going with this little thread of redemption. Next week, we're going to look at Leviticus. Leviticus isn't one of my favorite books. I'll tell you that right now. But boy, when we see Jesus in the book of Leviticus. Ready? John 19, But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead they did not break his legs. But one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear and immediately blood and water came out. And he who had seen had testified. John is saying, i seen this with my own eyes. And, he te- and his testimony is true. And he knows that he is telling the truth so that you may believe that I can believe. Ready? For these things were done. Here we go. That the scripture should be fulfilled. Hashtag, scripture must be fulfilled see when people think it's just going to get i I actually hear people they say oh everything's going to get better out there what bible are you reading go go to you know i'm not a prophet of doom but i I read the word of god you ever read timothy perilous times will come hard to bear hard times are going to come that's why we pray maranatha come lord jesus come amen and that's not oh that's just an escape you just want to escape oh you're just an idiot Oh, uh... (laughs) the early church prayed that all the way back then maranatha that's the way they greeted one another maranatha Maranatha! come lord jesus come come lord jesus because we're not hooked up with this world system we are hooked up with his system we are looking to a a new heaven and a new world and homes not made with human hands too many christians I hate to say it they're too in love with this world keep going on that scripture might should be fulfilled. Not one of his bones shall be broken. And again, another scripture says, they shall look on him whom they pierced. The Israelites were saved on that debt-filled night because by faith, they applied the blood of the lamb to the doorpost and the lintel of their homes. They still had to do it. I don't believe you, Moses. I don't care. Nothing's going to happen. You're dead. If you're the firstborn, you're dead. Your child, the firstborn, dead. Male child, firstborn, dead. By faith, everything we do for our walk with Christ is by faith. How many here have seen God? Right? None of us have. None of us have. But we believe it's by faith. It's by faith. And the only way we can be saved from the judgment that is coming upon this world is by faith, by applying the blood of the Lamb, the Lord Jesus Christ, to the doorpost of my heart, of your heart, by faith in him alone. He can't be one of them that you pull out of the bag. Oh, this week I'll believe on this God, and this week, oh, Jesus, yeah, I believe on him too. Alone. There is salvation in no other name but the name of Jesus. After 1,500 years following that first Passover, Jesus gathered his disciples in the upper room on Mount Zion in Jerusalem to commemorate the the Passover with those nearest and dearest to him. He knew when he passed the bread and lifted the cup that in a few hours his own body would be broken for us and his own blood would be poured out to make a way for heaven for us. Applying the blood to the doorpost of those Israelite home meant two things. Ready? Freedom from slavery and deliverance from death. Right? Applying the blood of Jesus Christ to our lives means the same two things. Freedom from slavery of sin which has held, had a way of binding us up and enslaving us and delivering us from spiritual death. Do You ever get that? Every person that is not born again are spiritually dead. They're walking dead men. You can call them zombies, call them whatever you want. But once you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are born again. Your spirit man receives eternal life at that moment, not when you get to heaven. You are a new creation. Old things have passed away. One translation said new species of being that never existed before. There has never been anybody like us. That's why it's the mystery. If you're with me on Wednesday nights, we've been studying about the mystery in Ephesians. Paul said, the mystery that has now been revealed to us that the saints of old did not even know about, which is Christ in us, the hope of glory. Wow. Look at Romans six twenty three. Think about that. Moses didn't have Christ in him. Daniel didn't have Christ in him. Joseph didn't have Christ in him. From Genesis to Malachi, none of them had. In fact, the disciples didn't have Christ in him until Christ died on that cross, rose again, sent the Holy Spirit. Now Christ lives within us, amen? Man, you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. As God had said, I'm going to dwell with them. God, Abba, Father, He, He likes you. I don't even like me, Pastor. Yeah. That's what I said before. The Lord is our shepherd. Sheep can be dumb. Anybody say amen with me? Amen. amen. You ever do something dumb? Oh, no, I'm just perfect. You dumb. <laughs> you dumb. Look at, look at Romans 6 23. Ready? For the wages of sin is death. See, if you get away from everything, you can't get away. You know, I, I believe in science. I, I I believe in the Big Bang, this. You can't get away from this one thing. There is a moral code that is within every human being. Solomon says it like this. Eternity is in the heart of man. We know when we do right and we know when we do wrong. Amen? I watching... Uh, was that America's Funniest Video with my grandkids the other day? And, and one of the scenes, the kids got all chocolate all over her, her face. Did you eat that candy? No. I wanna say, you little liar, you? Oh, she's so cute with all that, that fudge on her face, but she's a liar. Judgment is upon her. But it's not because of Christ Jesus when she comes to age and accepts that free gift. Ah oh, man, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God, come on, say it with me, is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. As we have seen how the Passover blood saved the Jewish people, let me just give you real quickly some scriptures that show how the blood of Jesus now saves us. So you ready? Just wrote these down. Ephesians 2:13. Let me just read them to you. But now, in Christ Jesus, you who were far off. Yeah, I've been brought nigh by the blood of Christ. Amen. I've been brought nigh. Listen, I was way far off. Anybody remember B.C., before Christ? Come on, talk to me. I remember some of the dumb things. It was all about me, all about me. Like the famous, song, I'll do it my way. No, I want to do it God's way. And sometimes self gets in the way of doing it God's way. Can I get an Amen. But my heart wants to do it so badly, God's way. Yeah. But laziness and flesh and sin and lust and all these other things creep in, choke it, yeah. and we become unfruitful. Is that interesting? When you read about the sower sows the word, every category they fall away. But that one that it says the thorns, you know, come in, choke the word, it becomes unfruitful. And it says the cares of this world, the of riches. Uh, uh, lust of other things come in choke the word it becomes unfruitful it doesn't say they lost their salvation doesn't say they weren't saved it says they just become fruitless christians what is it john 15:18. 18 herein is the father glorified that you bear much fruit god wants you to be fruity not a granola bar not fruity nutty and whatever else is in there flaky yeah don't be flaky amen you got enough of them out there. We don't need any more. Amen. All right. Hebrews ten, nineteen and twenty. Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holies by the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus by a new and living way, which he has consecrated us through the veil that is in his flesh. Hebrews 13:20 20 and 21 Now may the God of peace who brought up our Lord Jesus from the dead that great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the everlasting covenant make you complete in every good work to do his will working in you what is well pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ to whom be glory forever and ever amen 1 John 1 7, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus his son cleanses us from all sin. And then one of my favorite scriptures, Revelation chapter 12, verse 11, and they overcame him, talking of Satan, little H, not capital H. Hmm. I even when I type out, and I I have to put the word Satan down it always comes with a capital I change it to a little S it doesn't deserve no capital in my book he's one bugger I'm going to enjoy seeing him thrown into the lake of fire for all eternity amen anybody with me and they overcame him ready by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony I see this scripture so many times and they stop right there and that is unfair to this scripture You have to read the entire scripture. Look what it says. And they did not love their lives to death. A lot of Christians are afraid to make that last part. Look, they threw our brothers and sisters in the Colosseums. Me and Diane were there. We saw it. No, 2,000 years ago. Uh, A few years ago. We saw it. They say there are more Christians being killed today for Christ than ever. Amen. Are we exempt in America? Come, Lord Jesus, come. Amen. Church family, Jesus is our Passover lamb, and he has redeemed us by his blood, and we have now found him in the book of Exodus. Can I get an amen? He is our everything, redeemed by the Jesus, our Passover lamb. Let's close in prayer. God is good. Again, I just want to encourage you because my my heart is to disciple you and for you to get strong in the Lord. Every Wednesday night, right now, we're still online. With all this crazy weather, we're glad we stayed online so we would have been calling off so many services. 7 p.m. online. We're on Facebook, YouTube. Go to the website and go to the app to watch it. Every morning at 6.30 on Facebook Live, We have a time of prayer. Each day, we've been doing that since last March. So that's a year that we haven't missed a day. One day, I put in p.m. instead of a.m., and Brandy got calls that they thought the rapture happened. Where's Pastor? He wasn't online. What's going on? And then today at 1230, if you want to come back, get some lunch, come on back for about a half an hour of prayer. Join us up here. That'd be awesome. Amen? God is good. Love you, church family. Love you spiritually. I want to see you grow in the Lord. Amen. Father, we bless you and thank you for this beautiful day. We thank you, Lord, for the warmth watch and the snow. I actually saw some grass yesterday, Lord. Whew. Looking good. The deer must love it. Oh, the able. Mm. Anyway, Lord, we thank you for this day. As you're here today, listen you're not serving the Lord, you're not living for the Lord. It is appointed unto man once to die and then the judgment. But those that are in Christ, we are under his blood. So the judgment will not affect us. In fact, it's the Bema seat. It becomes the reward seat. It's going to be awesome. Awesome. Don't miss it for anything. Amen. But if you're not born again, then you are under the wrath of God. You don't need to be there. According to Paul, in Thessalonians, he says, we're not under the wrath of God because we're under the blood of Jesus Christ, our Passover lamb. If you're here today and you've never asked Jesus to come into your heart, to be your Lord, to be your Savior, if you've never called upon the name of the Lord, then pray this simple prayer with me. We'll pray it together. Those that are on Facebook or YouTube, we, we see people times times from Brazil and other nations, pray this prayer. Please pray this prayer. Say this with me. My dear God in heaven, I believe today that Jesus Christ he is the Son of God I believe that he died on the cross that he rose on the third day Lord Jesus come into my heart be my Lord be my Savior thank you for washing away my sins I couldn't do it Lord and I accept the free gift of salvation Because of Jesus Christ, in Jesus' name, amen. No one looking around, Christians praying softly, those that are on Facebook, those that are on YouTube, if you're making that decision today, we want to say congratulations. We'd like to help you the best we can. Listen, we have to do our part also, amen. But if you have never asked Jesus to come into your heart today, you did it. I want to say congratulations and i'd like to give you a little gift before you leave this gift is free i will not ask you to stand or come to the front one of our altar workers will put this gift in your hand our gift to you that's it that's it we don't want this first step to be where you're feeling funny we want to help you in your newfound faith so if you're receiving jesus for the very first time today or rededicating his life or you're just not sure yet but you would still like this package then with no one looking around between you almighty god myself and one altar worker would you just slip your hand up high let us see it after we see it we'll tell you to put it right back down and we'll make sure someone comes and brings you this gift someone puts this in your hand if you don't have a bible this little card in there take it to the bookstore and they'll give you a free new testament that's you slip your hand up let me see it and then put it right back down all right we're all believers today god is good amen i don't know if you saw our governor raise the limits in church to 50 percent now so that's real good because we got a big building amen so it's real good, so we're gonna be good. We'll share with you next week some of our thoughts about Good Friday and Easter, how to spread it out, amen? God bless, church family, we love you. Here's Diane. God is good.
0: Oh, was that a, you were gonna hug me? i oh, hug yeah. oh. He's so good to me. And God is good. Aren't you glad you came and heard the word this morning? father we are so grateful to you your word sets us free and lord we're gonna go forth from here knowing that you're our passover lamb that the blood is over us and we are free we are redeemed and we thank you for that lord in jesus name would you stand with me this morning as i bless you from the word of god the lord bless you and keep you protect you sustain you and guard you the Lord make his face shine upon you with favor and be gracious to you surrounding you with loving kindness the Lord lift up his countenance his face upon you with divine approval and give you peace a tranquil heart and life we confess that we are the head and not the tail we are above only and not beneath That in all our ways and endeavors, we are greatly blessed, highly favored, and deeply loved. We are blessed to be a blessing. Thanks so much for worshiping with us this morning. Hope to see you online on Wednesday night.